it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it. Before we get to our guest, a quick message from our sponsor. We've talked a lot about Mike Lindell's products at MyPillow.com. The quality is just amazing, and everything he makes lasts forever. He's got a new product out right now that the summertime customer will just absolutely love. We've all had the slippers, and the quality on those is amazing. People rave about them. He's got the three layers of comfort, where he's morphed that technology into the summertime sandals. They look like Crocs, but they're much more comfortable and long-lasting. Again, the proprietary three-layer technology that will give you extreme comfort in these sandals to wear around uh, for the rest of your summers, actually. So how can you get these? You can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code CDM to get the massive discounts he has on for the launch of this product. But just don't look at the sandals. Mike has over 600 products. If you're looking for household goods or apparel, don't go to the big box communist retailers that support the cabal. Support the Patriots, support CDM.press using pro, promo code CDM and get the best discounts available at MyPillow.com. And now let's get to our guest. We are lucky to have Henry Zarb with us today, who is the Republican Executive Committee Election Integrity Subcommittee Committee Chairman in Miami-Dade County. Welcome, Henry. Thank you very much, Todd, and thank you for having me on your show. So I thought the people of Georgia would be really interested in what you found in Miami-Dade because we're having very similar issues, as you know, across the country with election integrity and machine manipulation, et cetera, and other issues. So please tell us what you found in Miami-Dade. Well, ironically, it was somebody from Georgia who told me how to find it. Ah. Uh, counterparts in Georgia who are working on election integrity and in particular on looking at voter rolls and cleaning them up. And uh, this fellow said, uh, hey, Henry, try this. So I did. Um, what I tried was I ran what's known as an NCOA check on the voter rolls. Now, NCOA mm -hmm. stands for National Change of Address Database, and it is maintained by the United States Postal Service as a way to for them to track when people change their address. So if you move house, you fill in a form, hand it into the, your local USPS office, and that change of address, if you assuming you give them a forwarding address, is recorded in their database. Now, they provide a service to anybody who actually wants to use it uh, to check their mailing list, for instance, mass commercial mass mailers, uh, use the service, they get their mailing list, they check it against the NCOA database to make sure they're not wasting a lot of flyers or letters or postcards or whatever uh, by sending them to addresses where people no longer live. So uh, this particular service that I use is called True NCOA and it's a commercial service. You, It's actually not terribly expensive at all. Um, and uh, so what I did was I took the Miami-Dade voter roll, which is some 1.5 million people, nearly 1.6, uh, 
and I sent it to them and they ran it against the USPS database. Um, and I know it's genuinely the USPS database because you get a certificate that says from the USPS that's time stamped and said, we guarantee that this has mm. been run on our system. Um, so uh, I was astonished to discover, I did this quite a few months ago and I started, I discovered something like, uh, I think the latest figure now is 98,000 people who's, who had notified the USPS that their address had changed, but that change of address had never been recorded in the voter roll. Uh, mm. So basically, uh, mail-in ballots and correspondence would be sent by the elections department here in Miami-Dade to addresses where the person, the voter, uh, the, they thought was living there was no longer living. And worse than that, it meant that chasing up these people, if you didn't get a response, you would end up sending to the same addresses that didn't work the first time. Mm. Um, like so, with a confirmation card or whatever, like exactly. what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, well, 98,000 people is approximately 7% or 7.16% of Miami-Dade's total voter roll base. And... Um, that's a significant number of people. So bad actors could easily sort of appropriate those addresses by requesting ballots to be sent to them and picking them up instead of whoever it was they were originally destined for and using them to vote. And we have evidence from other uh, sources in, in Florida that this has almost certainly been happening. Um, we have, I was going to mention that that's, uh, that's a big issue already in Miami, right? You've had... It, it is an fake addresses created and then ballots sent out and then yes right in in orange county um they've been finding that addresses that were uh, that an address was changed in say june or july mm -hmm. a ballot got sent out and then the address was changed back immediately before the election so who got the ballot uh mm -hmm. and I have at least one counterpart uh, who uh, has is convinced because he says these people definitely voted that they were these ballots that were sent to these wrong addresses were still used to vote by whom we don't know. Um, so that is uh, really quite a major thing, and it there are two reasons why this could be happening. The first is that maybe the SOEs, the Supervisor of Election, uh, I'm sorry, I, I talk in jargon now because I've been doing this for so long, uh, are not doing their job. They're simply not cleaning the voter rolls. I mean, I, I, the figure back three or four months ago is more or less the same as the figure I'm getting now with very few changes. So either they're not doing their job or an organization called ERIC is not doing its job. And ERIC Again, it's an acronym. I can't even remember what it stands for, but Electronic Records, uh, something or other. Eric. Mm -hmm. So Eric. Electronic, electronic Registration Information Center, I think is well, what it is. Yeah. I should know, but I just call it Eric. <laughs> it is Eric. Uh, Eric was set up quite a few years ago, mostly to service democratic states. It's funded by an outfit called the Pew Institute, which used to be conservative and is now definitely quite left wing. Um, mm -hmm. And what it does is it signs agreements with, I think there are 34 states in Eric. There may be only 33 now because Louisiana has left it, um, including Florida. And they, all these states paid $60,000 to join Eric as a joining fee. And they pay 
I think it used to be 15,000 a year. I think it's now 25,000 a year. And what Eric does is it takes the consolidated voter roll from the Department of State up in Tallahassee and um, supposedly runs NCOA checks on it. And uh, we've actually went to see our, our supervisor of elections who uh, is, and we said, what does Eric do for you? And she said, it does an NCOA check. And I, I have actually sent her the report that I did, the NCOA. And as a, my question is, if Eric is doing an NCOA check, why are there still 98,000 people who shouldn't be on your roll? I haven't really had a proper response to that. Um, I genuinely believe that she believes that Eric is supposed to be doing it. What's interesting is I've now had, uh, I've got in front of me actually, the report for the full state, mm -hmm. 15.4 million voters. And interestingly mm -hmm. here, the numbers in, in proportion to the state are very similar to the numbers in proportion to Miami. And what that tells oh. me, Miami is not really an outlier. The whole state is about 6.16% as opposed to 7%. So Miami doesn't appear to be an outlier. And obviously, without confirmation from other counties, I can't tell for sure. But my thinking is this has got to be Eric, not the SOEs. Because otherwise, if some SOEs were doing it and some were not, we might end up with the same average. But if SOEs are all that same percentage is being repeated in a whole bunch of other counties, you have to conclude that it's because it's being done by the same people. So hold on, you're, you're breaking news here. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you, you ran the whole Florida. No, state. I this was run by some, uh, by a, a, a guy who I'm in touch with, who just sent it to me. And in fact, I forwarded this to the secretary of state. Um, but and how, uh, how did he get, did he download the voter rolls from the state? I, how does that, uh, well, no, I, it's very easy to get the voter rolls from the state. I get them once and he mm -hmm. probably sent the file, uh, to true NCOA and, uh, he's, but he sent the whole file. Mm -hmm. It does charge some money. I mean, the summary report is free, but if you want the data file downloaded to your computer, you do have to pay $20 per 5 million records. Now, which is nothing, nothing. Not yeah. a of money. I don't know if they treated his, because the folder contains 67 different files, each one corresponding to a different county. Mm -hmm. uh, whether they treated that as single file and just charged him $80, uh, because it's a bit more than one than, than 15 million, or whether they he had to pay $20 for every single file, I don't know. And mm -hmm. I have asked him that question, I haven't had a reply from him yet. But basically, it tells me that Miami is not an outlier. Yeah. It begins to make me think that this has to be Eric. And, and what Eric is doing is claiming to be doing NCOA checks and not doing them. I mean, that, that's the only explanation I can think of. And to me, that's fraud. I mean, the taxpayer is paying a, a measurably, you know, uh, a relatively small amount of money, but Eric is- Tens of thousands of dollars though, right? Tens of thousands of dollars, yes. But if yeah. Eric is not doing this, then he's defrauding the state. In spite and in, in also causing massive possible election fraud. Yes. 6% is more than enough to exactly. flip most elections. Yeah. Every undeliverable ballot address is a potential for somebody to basically harvest that ballot, have it sent to the address, knowing that it's not going to reach the bill. Or, I mean, there are various methods. We're not really clear about how this works. Either mm -hmm. that 
somebody in the post office collecting them because the post office is supposed to return them yeah. uh, to the SOE, to the department, to the elections department. Or, and, and I, again, I hesitate to even mention this possibility, but uh, somebody in the SOE's office may be collecting it. We just don't know how this mm -hmm. is done. Um, but, uh, you know, my certainly i believe that the sre's office here in miami dade is run a, as professionally as, as it can be we have a very good relationship with our supervisor of elections mm -hmm. and uh, i would be the last person to cast uh, you know aspersions on what they're doing so i right. my, personally my view is this is being done by eric uh, the other thing you've got to remember about eric or uh, that your listeners or viewers need to know is that it doesn't just collect voter data so it gets the voter rolls for for the whole state every uh, every month and every 60 days it does its process and sends it back. Um, however, what it also collects is absolutely all the information ever collected by the DMV about anything that they about anybody they interact with for any reason. Which is another huge database of potential uh, identity theft victims. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should you know bad actors get hold of the data? So, I personally have been urging the 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 Secretary of State to literally have the state move out of Eric. Likely, we we do not need it. If if it truants if if NCOA checks are this cheap and easy to do, we don't need Eric to do them. Uh, the argument is uh, that I get back. It's, it tends to be, yes, but on the other hand, we wouldn't be able to exchange information with other states. Well, yes, of course you could. Inf I mean, Eric supposedly allows states to, you know, compare their data. But you just need to make agreements with individual states. Yeah. And, and it's a phone call. Yeah, exactly. And save taxpayer $25,000 a year. And people should realize that the, the one of the, I think the founder of Eric, David Becker, is an extreme progressive uh, that yeah. we've written about before. So people should be aware of that. Well, he's supposedly been sort of thrown off the board. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, the problem with sort of throwing out the bad apples is that they're just going to put another one in. <laughs> right, right. So you're, so another one falls from the tree. <laughs> you're basically <laughs> the endless vigilance, you know. Mm -hmm. Easier to get out of a system you don't need. If you don't need it, you know, why why stay in it? Especially so, if it only costs you 80 bucks to, to fix, <laughs> you know, to fix them every year. Well, uh, I mean, even if you had to pay 20, 20 uh, 67 times 20, I mean, that's still 1300. Yeah. You know, that's right. right. I think the taxpayer would be happy to foot that bill. <laughs> so very at the very least, the information you're bringing to us would in any normal uh, paradigm of the world, call for a, an investigation into Eric and an investigation into what's going on with the voter rolls. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I have been promised an update on what's going on with Eric, but I can't speak about it. I haven't received it yet. And it mm -hmm. may, you know, whatever they tell me, it will be confidential or embargoed for a certain amount of time. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what the Secretary of State and, and uh, Governor DeSantis decided to do about it. 
Well, Henry, thank you very much for your time. That's been uh, very enlightening. Uh, and you, like I said, you broke news on our program, which is always great. We appreciate it. Thank you very much indeed, Todd. I very much enjoyed Todd. I very much enjoyed being on the program, and uh, I hope what I've said is clear and understandable to people. I mean, uh, this is kind of a complex subject, as I've discovered. So, anyway, mm -hmm. watch. Thank this. you, Henry. My pleasure. Thank you, Todd. Take.